Well, hello, everyone. This is Dr. Eileen, and for those of you who are joining me on YouTube, uh, this is Medicine Walk with Dr. Eileen. And for those of you who are on Blog Talk Radio, um, this is Blog Talk Radio or Healing House Radio. So hold on just a second. Make sure I've got this. There we go. All righty. So um, I'm feeling better. Thank you. And, and I had a few people contact me, like, on, on Facebook and, and saying that they hoped that I felt better. And I do. I feel a lot better. And, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, I will take a cold over the flu eight days a week. But it's interesting and to take care of ourselves and to take that time off. So I really, once I surrendered to the idea that it was something that, you know, would be, <laughs> that I could get around, um, it actually worked out really, really well. And I am glad that I took that time off. And, you know, this is, we do need to think about taking care of ourselves and what we do to take care of ourselves. And right now we're kind of in, in an environment, sort of a social environment, where having gentle, quiet time and gentle, quiet communication uh, can be a little bit tricky. And so, uh, as many of you know, um, and for those of you who don't, every morning since, like, last August, uh, I've been tweeting a sort of a thought for the day. And I think I only missed two during that. And it is something that, you know, it, it's very near and dear to my heart because it's things that I need to especially remember. And I always ask, you know, well, what is it that at least one other person needs to hear? What will help support them? And while I'm walking my dog, Sam, I end up having it sort of come in so that when I get back from my walk, I go ahead and post it. And today, I've had, like, quite a bit of response from what I posted. So I decided to make that the focus of today's walk. And it's called the listening bridge. Because when we listen, it's amazing what we can open up ourselves to. It's amazing what it is that we can be enriched by, and especially in dealing with conflict. And in a world where, you know, people can have so many opposing views and, and things are very polarizing and, and it can be really tricky to be able to just kind of hold that balance in talking with someone, especially if they have a, you know, a, a way of thought or an opinion that is really, you know, very different from your own. And it doesn't mean that you have to agree. It just helps to listen. It helps to go into that place of, all right, this person has an opposing viewpoint. And what I posted was the fact that I look forward to the time when discussions that are, are very, can be very charged or, or very politically charged um, that widely opposed opinions that the phrase, I don't understand why 
you feel the way you do, but I would like to. Would you explain it to me? And then listening, because once that out, if we can really listen, peace will follow. And like I said, you don't. You can listen to somebody, hear them out, and you can still disagree with them. And you have the perspective of what they believe as a person. It's not about, um, you know, well, us versus them. And anything that that side says or expresses is going to automatically be wrong. There are many, many different nuances in what people believe. It's a tremendously intimate thing. It's a tremendously unique thing. And being able to say, okay, I can still hear you out. I don't agree with it now. There's a good chance I won't agree with it when you're done, but at least I will understand. And when that exchange can happen, when, when people can say, okay, I can be open-minded enough and grounded enough, because often when we get into debate, there's a certain defensiveness that can kick in. It's like, oh, no, you're not going to prove me right. I refuse, la, 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 and can get very entrenched in what we believe. And what that does is that creates that separation. Listening creates the bridge between the two. Really hearing what someone has to say. And um, uh, one of my friends on Facebook a uh, wonderful woman named Christiane, she mentioned that she has a real hard time because she'll state something and her goal will be that idea of creating a dialogue and yet often not only does it sort of devolve into just two opposing sides clashing with each other, that she kind of gets dumped on herself. And how disheartening that is. And it's, you know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that that is how sometimes it happens and the doorway that it goes through. And the idea that we can hear someone out and even acknowledge, well, they have the right to believe what they believe. We all have the right to believe what we believe. And in this society, they have the right to say what they believe. Wrong because it's different. Just like it doesn't make you wrong because your views are different from somebody else. We're better than this. I know we are. I know we are better than, you know, just flame-ridden exchanges on social media that start to dig personal. I, I've watched a few of these exchanges, and it goes from, like, an exchange of ideas, and then it starts getting a little personal, then it gets more personal, and then it just evolves into something like, wow, um, the, the entire point sharing an opinion has been completely lost. And it's not that, you know, there aren't things that people are passionate about. And I think it's wonderful to be passionate. And I think it's really, really important to 
let people know what you feel. The question is, how do you do that? How do you choose that? What is your goal in what you share? If somebody is kind of going out on a limb and stating something and, you know, that they're going to catch some flack for, I think it's pretty courageous of them to actually say it. And spent time, you know, living in the South, and people was like, oh, my gosh, you must have hated it because, you know, the South is all full of racists. It's like, first off, no, it isn't. It is a lovely, wonderful place filled with lovely, wonderful people. And there are also, you know, people who believe in things that I don't support. And if someone is going to actually come up, because that is the one thing I do like about the South. I really didn't encounter that many cases of racism while I was living there. And the people who felt that way were actually very honest about it. They were very open about it. So while I disagreed with them, I honored the the fact that at the very least, what they had to say, they said to my face. And I will give credit where credit is due. And it's like, okay, I am totally opposed to what you're saying and I will defend your right to say it because it is through hearing the ideas and hearing the concepts and hearing the perspectives that we actually figure out, okay, we're not completely opposed. There are some things that we do agree on. There are some things that we can fundamentally say, okay, here's some common ground that we do have. I have friends who are on every aspect of the spectrum from very to absolutely extreme liberal. And we all get along because we realize that what our opinions are on certain things is not totally who we are. It does not define us what we believe, but how we manifest those beliefs in our life and how we walk in integrity with them. And honestly, I have had friends who other people have said, oh, well, I think that person is racist. And I say, well, I've never found them to be. And, I mean, it's true. And I think that if we look at a whole person rather than a viewpoint that they carry, that there's a chance we may find that, you know, maybe our, our political viewpoints are opposing, but we agree that Lord of the Rings is one of the most awesome books that ever came out. It may be that they have a viewpoint that I am, I am completely not in alignment with, yet I know that that's a friend that if I call them up and I have a flat tire out on the road, that they will come and get me that they'll help me out. We are more than our views. And the thing is, is what we believe to a lot of change. What I believed when I was five or six is very different from what I believed when I was 15 or 16 or 25 or now at 55. When we allow ourselves to be able to flow with the idea that even the person who has what we consider just a, a just totally wrong 
and, and even to the point of reprehensible viewpoint, that's where that person is now based on what they've experienced. Maybe you could talk to the same person 10 years from now and they would have a totally different perspective. But the thing is, we can help each other gain perspective. And we can help each other to see a much bigger picture. But the only way that we're going to be able to do that is if we can let go of some of our own attachments and have it be okay for someone to think something different. Because if you can say, I don't understand why you feel the way you do, I want to try. Can you explain it? If you can have it within you to really want to understand why someone believes what they do, that allows you to be able to say, okay, I'm not going to argue them into changing their mind, but by the fact that after they explain it, I can look at them, I can say, you know what? I get it. Thank you for explaining it to me. Thank you for sharing your perspective with me. You've given me something to think about. People want it just to be heard. They want someone to recognize that the feelings are legitimate, at least to them. That they're not a bad person because they feel a certain way. And, you know, societal differences, and, and political differences and economic differences, you know, it's very much a shade of gray. It's not something that is absolutely, well, if you believe this, then you're a good person. And if you believe this, you're a bad person. I mean, there are very few cases where that, is, is, that extreme is the rule because, I mean, there are some people who actually have maybe something wrong with them, who, you know, do things that are really not okay and maybe even, you know, very horrific. You don't have to agree with that. But that's different from someone who has an opposing political viewpoint or has an opposing societal, has an, oppo- an opposing economic thing. Ultimately, I think we all want basically the same thing, the trick is getting people to be able to figure out a way everybody can get behind because everybody's got a different way of thinking, well, this problem can be fixed this way and this problem can be fixed this way. But when we start getting locked into philosophies as far as, you know, well, right-thinking people think one particular way. And I hear people who, you know, will say, oh, well, you know, this person follows this viewpoint, so therefore I'm not going to speak to them. Like, well, if you're not going to speak to them, that's going to make it very tricky to communicate. In fact, Hold on. it makes it almost impossible to find that bridge. It makes it almost impossible to find that common ground. I mean, when, when everybody gets painted with one great big whopping brush, it makes it a little bit tough to see the individual. And 
you know, I know it's not fun for me if, if I see somebody who makes a complete generalization on who I am based on what they see of me or what they think I'm like. And I usually embrace that as an opportunity to go, okay, well, maybe this person can learn something. Maybe they would be open to hearing another perspective. I don't offer my viewpoint very much in situations where somebody is explaining something to me and explaining their view, and I'll nod and I'll listen because I want to make sure that I'm listening because that's how I really figure out what they've got going on. And I don't just listen with my ears. I listen with my eyes. I see, you know, it's like obviously this person is really passionate about this. How are they behaving? You know, are they as an aggressive thing, but just because they so want to get their words out that, that their body tightens up and they just want to be heard. If we can hear one another, if we can see somebody post something on, on Facebook or on Twitter and yeah, maybe the first reaction is, excuse me? If we can get past that, if we can move into that place of choice, if we can open a dialogue and say, you know what? Let's talk, but with each other. And I have gotten some of the most wonderful conversations out of people who are very much opposed to what I believe and yet, once we start talking, you know, they go from clenched to relaxing. They see in my face that I'm listening. And, and, and you know, I'm encouraging them. It's like, really? So what else? You know, what else do you feel? Or, you know, can you explain this other thing? Because I've, I've read certain things about it, but I don't really know. Could you give me your perspective? And follow and then there are times that, you know, that person will say, well, I've always wondered how you feel or, you know, how someone who feels the way you do, you know, why do you feel this way? And then I can share what I feel and how I look at things. And by the end of it, something truly miraculous has happened. We both have more knowledge. We both have a greater perspective. And that person can go and say, you know what, if I, you know, when they go amongst, you know, folks feel that way and say, like, oh, well, they're all like this, they're all like that, that person can say, well, you know, I did talk to this one person and we had a really good conversation and she listened to me. And, and maybe they're not all so bad. One of my favorite, favorite things that was on YouTube um, during all the fervor and, and election stuff going on. And uh, it was done by Pedigree Dog Food. And so they took someone, a, a woman, and they gave her this the absolutely world's most adorable lab. And, oh, no, I think it was a golden retriever. And um, – so they put a shirt, they took her to a rally, like Clinton rally and a Trump rally. 
And when they took her to the Clinton rally, they put a Trump T-shirt on her. And so they sent her in to, to this rally. So, of course, people are, their immediate response is going to be looking at her. But right away, she started saying, does anybody recognize this dog? Does anybody know whose dog this might be? And so, you know, people were kind of, then their focus went to this dog. And she began to explain, you know, this dog was loose and, and it seemed kind of scared. And, you know, the owners must be really worried. Have you seen, do you recognize this dog? Do you recognize this dog? And they did the exact same thing. They reversed it and, you know, sent her to a Trump rally with a Clinton T-shirt and the same dog. Now, amazing. And, and if, if you can go find this video on YouTube, I think it was like, you know, dog at, at a political rally or something like that, and, and it was done by pedigree. And so the exact same thing happened at both rallies. You saw people's faces go from anger to compassion. And the woman, I mean, she, she should get an Oscar. She did such an amazing job. And she goes, you know, he, he looks older and, and maybe he was a little confused and he's scared. And the owner must be, you know, must be looking for him. And she really made contact, eye contact with people. And she looked at him and she said, are, are you sure you don't know where this dog might have come from? I found him nearby. You know, have you heard anybody calling for a dog? Well, I mean, how many of us haven't had a lost dog? And... So it began to tap into telling her it was really nice of her. And, and she was at the, uh, the Clinton rally with the Trump T-shirt. And so a woman came up to her and said, so you're a Trump supporter. And she said, well, yeah, but I was walking by and I saw this dog. And, and I think, he, you know, I don't know. He, he just seemed scared. And then the attention went straight to the dog. People were saying, it's like, oh, I've got, I had a dog that was just like this. And so people started to look around and help her. And then they had a stage where the person who, you know, the, the dog owner was, you know, yelling, has anybody seen my dog? And calling out a name. And then people started saying, over here, over here. And so when the, dog, when the woman found the dog and she's hugging, and, and they put her in a T-shirt for, you know, that was in alignment with the rally. So, you know, the person wearing the Clinton T-shirt, you know, at, you know, at the Trump rally, you know, had the dog owner come up who was wearing, I think she was wearing like a Trump shirt or something. They embraced and she said, oh, thank you so much. And people are cheering and taking selfies and pictures with the dog and with her. And one person said, well, maybe we're not as different as I thought. And that was amazing. And I watched that over and over again because that moment when people became a group of folks who wanted to help a lost dog rather than people who were on opposite ends of an issue. Now, would everybody react this way? Probably not. But, oh, my gosh, the potential for that. That, to me, showed we're going to be okay. That no matter how opposing our views are, we all can find common ground. And that common ground can be found through listening. And, Christiane, if you're watching, I know 
that, you know, I mean, we've known each other for a very long time. And I know that while maybe you got some, you know, got some bad reactions, and I'm sorry you did, but you keep doing that because, you know, your wonderful heart just shining out for people to find balance. And they're going to see it. The ones with the ability to hear you will hear you. And I totally support you. So, guys, gals, out there in, in the World Wide Weberverse, out there in social media, let's practice listening. If somebody's writing something and, yeah, maybe just a rant filled with whatever, but really hear them out. Maybe even say, I really don't get your point of view, but thank you for sharing it. Thank you. You have given me some things to think about. Now, maybe what you're thinking is, wow, I am so not a part of that, or I can so not resonate with that. But it did get you thinking. So embrace and thinking on my ear, embrace the differences because it's through that that we find the common ground by opening a dialogue, by creating a bridge, by listening. Because it's amazing what we as a species can accomplish when we're willing to listen to one another. And if you have a hard time listening, that you gain so much more from what you can hear from other people and what you can gain. And when you see someone's face gentle because you didn't have to agree with them, but you heard them out and they weren't the bad guy just something to think about. And I hope that this is helpful. I hope that whether you agree with me or not, it gave you something to think about. And I thank you for hearing me out. So, thank you for joining me. And if you um, appreciated this, then like, share, comment, or subscribe. And for those of you who are listening on Blog Talk Radio, um, send me a message. Let me know. And, you know, let me know how, what you think of this topic. And we can all play nice. We can take care of one another, even the people we disagree with. And if you would like, you can uh, watch some of my other videos if you find them valid. Then you can uh, become a patron on patreon.com, and the link is in the description. So, until next time, and I wish you blessings from my heart to yours. Bye.